Good morning. We are with our friends at Visible Music College live with Dr. Ken. I am Amy Sparopoulos and I'm so excited because we're talking about another great thing uh, today and specifically let's talk about and really get deep into this topic. Should a musician get paid to worship or lead worship? Great question and good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm going to put myself out on the line here today. With yes. This topic. Oh, I love it. You know, all the worship leaders who are well-paid and living the lifestyle of the rich and famous um, out there are going to have trouble with what I say today. Well, hey, you know, you know? let's get to the truth, man. <laughs> let's do it. It's okay. It's okay. Well, but seriously, I, people should be paid for their work, right? So yes. that's great. That's great. So one thing, people should be paid for their work. Another thing is if you're leading worship, you should not have to get paid to lead worship. Okay. Because we might just decide, hey, let's have a worship time right here. Right. Just us and the crew, let's worship in here. Do I need to get paid every time I strum a guitar? Yeah. Every time I'm called in to do something? Um, it's a great question, so I'm going to answer it poorly today. But I think um, a worship, a, a person who's called to the worship ministry, okay. who is actually like they're, they're going to do it. I think they, uh, in their church context, local church, I think they should be available and ready to lead worship for a group without compensation. Okay. I, I do believe that. And I think, like, for instance, I play guitar. I can lead worship. have a small group at my church. Hey, we need some worship for this night. So, hey, I'd love to do that. I'm part of the church. Yeah. This is a community. I'm going to lead worship. Okay. Um, but we've moved from that being the, the dominant sort of scenario to 20 years later people are being hired from you know headhunters right. grabbing people out of churches right. taking them it's off big. the boat you know putting them in obviously sure. they should be paid for a job that there's a job description and yeah um, they may not want to be paid for it because then you're going to end up doing all the other stuff you don't know worship leaders are required to do at churches so be careful watching that. be careful what you what you wish for you might be doing more than you uh, wish you got paid for um but so that's that's my way around it. I think uh, well, a willing heart, ready to serve, part of the community, be in a family, visit another church, play play music, be ready to serve, and then yeah. people will compensate you, or you know you don't have to go back. I guess you know. Right, right. But uh, it, we're still in that phase where some people in, are in a position where they're being taken advantage of because oh, yeah. they haven't got used to paying the worship leader yet. They've paid all sure. the other people, but they haven't paid the musicians yet, you know, and then others are in big time, actually pretty well paid roles. Right. Right. Um, so what we do around visible is, you know, elicit that community involvement and the willingness to serve mm -hmm. and, and, you know, find your calling and, and go for it. And then you're being trained and you're spending a lot of money to be right, trained right, sure. to do this thing. So yeah, you should find a job at a church. Right. Um, and then you should love the church like you were not getting paid. Yeah. How about, I, how I about love, that? That's a very yeah. good way to say it. And you know, the, the, the landscape of that has changed so much because I mean, when I was growing up, we had truly, you know, choirs mm -hmm. and now that the days of that are, are sort of um, going away and they are going more towards a band mm -hmm. and a work worship leader and things like that. So the trajectory of it is changing. Mm -hmm. So going off of what you just said, what is the ideal budget for a musician for like, say a Sunday morning worship service? Well, uh, this is another tough one. Everybody's going to have an opinion online, you know, that's uh, everyone who's uh, hearing this. Um, I would say it goes up about $50 
every decade. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, it's sad to say zero in the 90s, you know, yeah. $50 a week, you yeah. know, uh, 15 years ago, $100 a week, five years ago. And we're in the 150. Now, I know people that make 400 a week, called in, sit on the drums, play that. Wow. You know, and that's their job. And hey, that's that's actually decent money. And so obviously wow. this would change market to market. But yeah. You know, church size to church size? Yes. Is that okay? Yes, yes. Okay. But I think the smaller churches need to understand that big churches are are paying a lot of money now. I mean, I would say one fifty for a young player to come yeah. play those parts. And if it gets to be too many of those people, they start having the tracks cover a number of different gotcha. positions and only hire three or four players. Right. So it's it's a balance. I would say a hundred dollars a week and you're you're spending a couple hours at rehearsal, a couple hours at service, it's twenty five an hour. It's good money for a young person, yeah. you know, getting going. Um, and uh, then you show up and show yourself, you know, approved, you right, know, and, right. and good, then you start being a candidate for a real long term job, you know. Yeah. But um, I mean twenty five an hour anywhere in the world is a decent start yeah. for a musician. Um, and again, I know the ranges from uh, we just had four days of rehearsals and eight hours of services, and I get fifty bucks. That's a problem. Yeah. And then yeah. the other end of it is, you know, four hundred bucks to come in and play three songs. Look, if you have the budget, I'd like musicians being paid, so yes. that's fine. Yeah. But uh, probably I would say one fifty is the new Average. fifteen dollars an hour. Okay. <laughs> you know, one fifty okay. a week. You know, yeah. Yeah. I'll just stake my claim there and see that's what happens. That's good. I like that. So let's talk about how much training should a person expect for a worship musician. I mean, are we talking, yeah. you know... Well, I'm Dr. Ken at Visible Music College. You are Dr. So, Ken. So uh, I'm going to say they need a bachelor's degree to even get on stage, to even sniff <laughs> the stage. Right, right. Um, but I don't really believe that. Ultimately, um, uh, a musician should be a, have a life of learning. Just like if you're going to be serious about it and somebody is paying you, you are now a professional. You know, you're being paid to do music. Um, you should work the rest of your life knowing music and yeah. be able to lead people in it, explain it, you know, be reasonably, um, you know, experienced in music. Sure. So uh, I, I love the idea of the three-year bachelor's degree we do because okay. it's very experiential. You get the BA, which a lot of people, you can fall back to anything at any job, just having a bachelor's degree. Yes. And um, it's a reasonable investment of those three years when you're eagerly learning and you get, you know, so it's the experience and the knowledge right. and the degree in the end. So uh, even if you don't get a bachelor's degree from Visible, which will severely limit your opportunities in the future, um, you should spend three years training. like. Yeah really listening to a lot of music, playing in a variety of churches, gaining knowledge, being on tour if you have an opportunity to do some sure. traveling with the church band or something like that. And three years is where I start thinking most people understand their job. Yeah. It takes two years to really, you think not, you think you got it. Absolutely. No, yes, it does. Maybe yes. two years in, you're starting to be like, oh, I didn't know this until right. now. And so right. I'd say three years of training and get a BA. Very good. From Visible. That's right. Yeah. That's right. How does Visible serve the local church with or for musicians? Well, we 
so we have a lot of musicians and they're young people that don't have the three years experience yet. Um, and we love to have them connect with a local church, whether okay. it's in Memphis, Chicago, Dallas, any of our sites. Um, they would go uh, as the sound person or as a vocalist or a keyboard player to a church. And usually that church would do anything from, uh, you know, put them in a discipleship group and feed them lunch on the low end to a little bit of money per week and a little right. gas money. Um, and I, uh, so we serve the local churches. Hundreds of churches have had our students on stage. That's awesome. And uh, th- those students need that experience. Uh, but they also want a little bit of, uh, you know, money for their, you know, pay for their school and pay for for food and stuff. And then what we can do and have done for some churches is the musicians that are there. Mm-hmm. Even if the church is unrelated to Visible, okay. we could just come, we could send faculty, staff people, a young band to come alongside and teach them while they're at their church. Some of the volunteer musicians teach them how to play together, teach them a little bit of the the, the reason for worship, theology of worship, a little bit of, you know, working together as a band. Mm -hmm. We teach musicians to be leaders and to work with the pastor, you know, and and not be just the crazy people in the church. (laughs) So, yeah, we, we would love to come train churches any any location send some folks maybe do a little conference together yeah um, maybe train the young bands in the youth ministry maybe there's some rock bands or djs or somebody that wants training that's what we do every day we so we serve churches we serve their musicians that way and their audio people and getting that hands-on experience i would imagine is so very important yes yes you you will immediately see the, the freshmen at Visible who've been doing this even two or three months, they'll go home and they'll, be, they'll realize, wow, I've done way more than I thought because I'm practically doing it. Wow. And they'll become, at 19, they'll be the people who know more than a lot of musicians on the team. That's fabulous. And just yeah. keep going. It gives a little empowering, you know. Absolutely. And, and uh, I like to get people out there teaching, teaching what they know mm-hmm. in order to you just learn you solidify what you believe while while teaching you. Yeah. Sure, and that self confidence that it would yeah. give. Ooh, that's big. Yes, a lot of musicians don't talk about music very much, and they uh-huh. don't explain what they're doing. They just sort of are expected to be amazing. Right. Flow. He's like, okay, you just you just woke up today singing and melodies. Yes. It's like no, talk about your songs. Talk about the theology behind Love it. That. Get get a little bit of education and yeah. and. Uh, um, be expressive in a lot of ways, not just while you're on stage. It makes people much more endearing, I think, and, and real. And when we yes. can talk about life experiences that we've had and how that relates to the music that we're doing today. Yes. yes. So, And you know what? I would be remiss if I didn't mention our fabulous sponsors today, Evolve Bank and & Trust. And there's another one, Duncan Williams Asset Manager. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's fabulous. So we're so grateful to our partners that help us continue to do what we do. And again, this is Live with Dr. Ken. Right.